0614-104-702. Let's walk the talk. Streaming countrywide on the 702 app. We're joined by Grant Smith, Managing Director and Franchiser of Only Realty, with South Africa being grey-listed. And uh, we're looking at what this really means for the property uh, sector. Uh, Grant, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's crazy how everything intersects uh, with the property sector. How are you this morning? Very well, thank you. Thanks for having me this morning. So we're looking at the effects of this grey listing and, and I was going through it with, uh, with some of um, our listeners regarding what it really may, means with international business and the various sectors and the property sector. Can you take us to a snapshot of maybe before um, what we can expect now and going forward? Yeah, I think um, you know the biggest effect on the property market is, is not a direct one, but, but more around um, adding to the pile of, of things that have um, negatively affected the economy and negatively affects people's sentiment around investing in, in the country and, and sort of trusting where the economy is going to go. Mm. And one of those, uh, um, it, one of those uh, big impacts uh, is the uh, currency and local bond and equity markets over time. It, what is the correlation between those, uh, th- those, those uh, elements and, and the grey listing? Yeah, so I mean, um, you know, obviously the exchange rate has an effect on the cost of goods. Coming into the country, it affects then the cost of living, uh, increase our inflation rate, and of, um, South Africa targets inflation rate to or or um, protects its inflation through interest rates. So we do mm-hmm. look to expect more um, interest rate hikes and having experienced interest rate hikes over the last year, year and a half, and and we're expecting a slowdown. The slowdown might not come as soon as we were hoping. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, this does have effects on, on the banks and home loans. What kind of letters? You, you know, when it comes to interest rate hikes, you get that ominous letter uh, from your, your insurer and the bank. What can we expect in the post? So, look, we we're expecting another half point um, increase for the rest of the year. So, another uh, two small increase of 0.25. Um, you know, I, I, I must be honest, I don't think that the grade list is going to have um, a, a significant change mm-hmm. to that expectation. So, we're all expecting interest store rates rises here, maybe slightly more than two. But um, the one thing to note here, the grade listing was not um, a surprise to a lot of people. Mm. Um, there's articles from Momentum as far back as September 2022 yes. um, referring to the expected grade listing. So I do think the banks have already priced a lot of okay. um, the effect into their decision-making. Um, but again, uh, you know, directly to individual investors and home buyers, rising interest rates put you under, under affordability pressure mm. and therefore make the banks um, sort of look at your affordability and your creditworthiness when you're looking to buy. So you mentioned two aspects where our citizens may be, our listeners may be affected, affordability and also credit. Could yeah. you expand further on those two points, please? Yeah, so, so affordability, obviously, as interest rates increase, um, you know, the, your repayments increase and your repayments don't only increase on potential home loan you're going to buy, but also mm. on your credit card repayments, on your loan repayments, on your vehicle repayments. So as those things go up, your affordability in terms of applying for home loan decrease or decline, or the home that you can afford, um, you know, the level of bond you're allowed to afford mm-hmm. or could afford um, decreases. So your options become more limited. And that's why we were expecting this year that people with good credit records mm. um, and strong affordability would be in a much stronger position um, this year to buy and look at a buyer's market broadly. Mm. Um, so, so, yeah, so it's just um, that direct effect of uh, increasing interest rates.
And just what are the tips really for some South Africans? It would be fantastic. And I think some of the advice has been make sure that you've got all your debt settled, consolidate your debt, pay everything you can, and even pay in advance for certain things. Um, what is the, the reality for your average South African? And it, I don't know if you're in the middle or if you've managed to scale it. Is it going to keep getting worse? Yeah, so look, I think I think you know the, the advice to just pay off your debt or consolidate. Okay. I mean, I think those decisions can't be taken lightly. Mm. And the reality is, a lot of South Africans can't afford to just pay off their debt um, once off. So I think the biggest thing here is just maintain your credit record, mm. make sure you're making those payments, minimise your cost of living, minimise what luxuries you do have at the moment. If, especially if you're looking to buy, you know, you need to manage your budget extremely strictly to make sure that when the banks are looking at your financials, when they are looking at your affordability that there's no, there's no expenses that are sitting there that aren't necessary mm. and, um, and that they look more favorably upon your application. Granted, it sounds like um, mitigation and a holding pattern to a certain extent. We were expecting the interest rate hikes to sort of steady to a certain stage. Um, but, but what can we expect? It seems like you've, you've given us more than enough and I'm sorry, I'm, I keep digging. It's just so unpredictable, and I'm just trying to make sure that our listeners get as much value from this discussion as as possible. So maintain, make sure that you, you, you're in good stand, standing with your credit and your affordability. And this yeah. holding pattern continues. Um, is there any hope at all in terms of a turnaround? <laughs> good question. Um, so, so look, I think, I think the holding pattern is certainly one, you know, don't jump um, if you don't need to jump. Um, there's certainly opportunities in the property market to get in um, where there's going to be a decline in, in pricing. And you, like I said, there's going to be a buyer's market mm. in a good position. So there certainly are signs, are, are good signs. The uh, effect on the on the property market with affordability and becoming a buyer's market, the rental market starts looking much more positive and much stronger and return to investors becomes mm. higher on property because rentals increase. So I think you know, overall, there are certainly opportunities. Okay. Um, home buyers might be under pressure, but investors might be mm. um, potentially a little bit excited by what's happening in the next couple of years. So there's always opportunity in the property market. People always need a home. Um, but I think, uh, you know, watching your budgets, managing expenses is not advice for right now or, or if you're going to look to get into uh, onto the property market. But that's just a Great. general life financial guidance that you need to follow. Um, but there's certainly opportunities and the only time you lose property money is when you have to sell. Mm. Make sure you can afford your property, make sure you can afford the additional expenses that come with um, owning a home, such as levies, rates and taxes and maintenance um, and insurance. And as long as you can um, afford it and, and maintain the property and retain the property, you'll be in a good position in years to come. That's Grant Smith, Managing Director and fran- Franchise at Only Realty. Grant, thank you so much for the insight and your time this morning. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Cheers. 702. Call us on 011 883 0702.